Welcome to K-Pop Rookies, episode 3. Today we're talking about Eric Nam. Are you nomination? Is that what he calls his fans? Yeah. Yeah. I am. Are you excited about it? I'm excited. <laughs> what do you have for today? I listened through the new Eric Nam album, but also watching a lot of random videos about mm-hmm. Eric Nam mm-hmm. or that are Eric Nam centered, and then YouTube just keeps giving me more Eric Nam videos. It seems like there was one... I don't actually know what album it was for, but there was just one promotion period where he just went on every single, like he was wearing that cheetah sweater mm-hmm. and he was at BuzzFeed and at like the, what's the channel that does the like what I eat in a day or what I do in a day, like the scheduling. He yeah. just went on every single one. He like followed Tiffany Young or maybe she followed him. I think it's him. because he was promoting the English album. Oh. So he's doing a lot of American things. But besides that, he didn't really, I, did he not do American things I don't know. I think this was more his, like, I'm trying to integrate into the American market yeah. album. I could be wrong. I didn't. I think it came up for me a couple of years ago, and I watched the Thirsty Tweets one, and that's the only thing I watched until yeah. until now, basically. But it, didn't Jackson also do a bunch of those videos? But Jackson was trying to get into the American market, bef- maybe not before him, but more than him. Oh. You know? Okay, so how about we start with talking about, we, we, we like Eric Nam music. Let's give a, do you have, like, a top song or top three songs for Eric Nam? Yeah. It feels pretty basic, but I think, um, honestly, Love, Die, Young, and Congratulations are my favorite. I mean, I like Honestly and Paradise, but I actually really liked Down For You from this album. I think because I liked it because it's slightly more upbeat. It's a little faster. I mean, his he sings mostly... Yeah, I mean, he said this once on one of the podcasts that he sings mostly ballads or like slower songs, and those don't tend to do as well in the general big pop market or whatever. Yeah. But I do like like his voice fits it really well and I really like it with that. So, but Down For You is a little bit more poppy, I guess. For so like what, is there one on here that's slow? On on the other side? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're all on the slower side. Okay. I'm saying Down For You is not on the okay, slower side. Okay. Or it's, it's more poppy, I guess. Maybe that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, so mentioned... Eric Nam videos and things like that. But really, we've just been listening to podcasts. It seems like, does he own Dive Studios? I think, like, I'm not sure happen? if it's Brian Nam. I think his youngest brother is technically the co-founder. I could be wrong, though. Oh, like he did it with his brothers? Yeah, it says Brian Nam is the CEO and co-founder. Okay. So, it's, it's definitely them. It's not like Dive Studios is a separate thing. I, I think it's like the Nam family. Is yeah, yeah. But is it, it, like, technically an American company? It's 100%. Then? Or Korea. It's definitely, I don't know if you'd consider, I don't know if you can say it's American or not, but like, I don't really think that's, the point is that it's, it's all, everything on it is in English. Right, so, I understand. I guess what I'm saying is that like when they incorporate Dive Studios, is it considered an American company? I mean, it says company? it's an independent publisher of podcasts for international K-pop fans, okay, Asian Americans and audiences who appreciate Asian arts and culture. Okay, I guess then it applies, I, I guess it's... It is based in Los Angeles. Okay, then that, yeah, that's the answer to my question then. Yeah. Yeah, I forget what his other brothers do. They're both soccer players. Really? And went to college, um, recruited for soccer, as far as I know, yeah. Huh. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. I thought, oh, I think I'm mixing up, I'm thinking of Jesse in that one clip where they're like, what do your brothers do? And she's like, they do stuff. Well, Brian works for Dive. Yeah, yeah. And I think Eddie probably also works for Dive. Well, doesn't Eddie have a podcast on Dive? Um, the Committer Quit? Or like, he shows well, up on some Committer Quit? Yeah, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't mean he worked. Like you can. Have yeah. Work, like, you know. Okay, so let's Eric Nam music, Eric Nam videos, yeah, Eric Nam podcasts. podcasts. 
There's the one thing where we watched him also when he was on Korean Englishman for a few things. Oh, and I think he was on Jolly too. His younger brother is his manager. Eric talked about how he, like how, how like working with how was working with family, and he's like, I have to, like in the beginning we have to be really communicative and be like, if there's something he wants him to change, then he'll say that. You know what I mean? Like, okay. You can't be like, oh yeah, this is a good enough job because then it hurts his career. So he has to be like. I want you to do this differently, whatever. He works oh. with his family. All his family basically is in the same business right now. Which is this? Which is like Dive Studios and Eric Nam's career, basically. So they're like all... Like media. Media okay, okay. and stuff. I don't know what they studied. I don't know. They're all younger than him, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what it's like to have your sibling as your manager. Or I guess he's... I guess Eric is really more telling his younger Whoa. sibling how he wants to be managed. Is that how that works? Eddie Nam used to be a global team consultant for YG. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, he was communication and media studies. So Where it still did he makes go? sense. Wolford College and then Northeastern University. Maybe he transferred or something. But they were both in Division One soccer. His other youngest brother went. Is there no good at sports? His youngest brother went to Columbia. No, I think he's the only one that's not like that. He can sing, so I guess that's a good compensation. I guess his three siblings and him managed dive. They all studied economics. Oh, okay. Eric C doesn't like economics. I was confused by that because I looked it up too, and I was like, "Oh, his major is econ," but he hated econ. Like, doesn't no, he go? No, through... I think you can hate one class without hating the whole thing. I definitely hated econ. Yeah, I guess the thing that's nice about him is that, like, I don't think I. I think a lot of people, including me, had started liking Eric Nam because they heard about him in terms of his hosting or personality or interviewing other people and like his personality and like other facts besides his music, and then you check out his music and. For me, I like his music enough to want to see, like, hear new releases, but I also want to see what he's doing beyond that. So, like, it's not like I would listen to his music and then not care about his podcast or mm -hmm. his, like, Instagram or anything else. I think he has the benefit of, like, he also, he always says he's not good at dancing or whatever, but, like, I think he has the benefit where he's, like, he has a brand that's beyond just his music, right? And, like, that makes him successful and that makes him, like, engaging as a performer beyond people being, like bored because it's a solo performance or something so yeah you're saying you like eric nam as the whole package the whole i think a lot of people re like are able to reach his music and become interested in his music because of other things he's done not necessarily for the music itself he has more reach because of his other he, oh. I don't, he would not be as successful as he is now it's not like like he could be a host and be successful and be a musician and be successful and like the hosting allowed that but like it's the hosting but also like his international Fan presence base. yeah and like i just i get this feeling from him where like because he like studied really hard and like had this good job and like he was very hard working and very smart like i feel like he's he's he, he has this like i don't know it just seems like he's smart and like yeah, that's why he's successful that, they say in that most recent get real podcast that he's and in a few other things that his mom told him that he works well under pressure like no matter what he'll figure it out kind of a thing yeah so maybe that's probably definitely... And that he was the person other people compared their kids to to do better. Yeah. So I think that's kind of basically showing, like, he's hardworking and, like, determined. And obviously you have luck and talent and everything. But, like, I think the thing that stands out to me is, like, you can kind of... Like, by his whole story, you're like, oh, wow, like, he isn't just a good musician. Like, he actually, like, works hard. But a lot of trainees work hard. But he's also, like, smart and is, like, trying to figure out a lot of different business ventures and projects he can do. Like he's he's going beyond music and doing podcasting and doing shows and doing like hosting and trying to like be involved in entertainment as a whole. I, think. I wonder if it's because he wants to broaden his reach of entertainment as a whole or if he just 
is doing it for the sake of the music. Like, I, I wonder if he's, is he somebody who's like, I'm a singer and I want to be a singer and that's the only thing? Or is it all of these other things? But he might just be filling kind of this niche of international or like Western people who really like K-pop and like it all wanting to learn more about the idols that they follow. Like the fact that he brought, I mean, it's not just him, right? Like he brought all of these other people and his friends to be a part of these podcasts. I don't think you can do something, like I don't think he would do it just to support the music. And I also don't think he would do it just to like have a like, like different streams of income or something like that. Like yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. it's that. I think it's more that it. like he said he, he, when he was hosting, but wasn't making music, he felt annoyed that he wasn't making music. And he's like, why did I come to Korea? I didn't come to Korea to host stuff, basically. So in that sense, I think if he's not making music and he's in the entertainment business, yeah, business, then he's, if he's in the entertainment business, he's going to be irritated if he's not making music. But I think, and I'm also sure that there's a point of time when you're starting out and being successful that you, I mean, like a lot of people say that they can't say no to stuff. And so opportunities keep coming up and you keep wanting to say yes so that you like for fun because you're curious and for a lot of different reasons so i think that happens and then as he gains more success he starts saying no to things but at the same time he like i think everything he's doing he's enjoying and he's doing it because he likes k-pop and he likes the k-pop industry and meeting new people because when he said when he was hosting kcon he said this year online he said he really wasn't feeling it but he was really happy to meet the new idols that were below him and he like like an age and he had a lot of new experiences talking to them and like reflecting on his past and stuff but the idea of hosting and like staying up really late and like grinding in that way he wasn't as interested in anymore yeah so I think it's like a combination of you get into so many different types of jobs and entertainment because you say yes because they're fun and exciting and you're still new and then at some point you start figuring out what you like and I'm sure that he likes podcasting and likes integrating talking about k-pop Oh, I think he definitely yeah. does. I wonder if it's too much, though, because sometimes he's like, I don't listen to K-pop all the time. I don't do this all the time. And, like, sometimes K-pop sounds all the same if I do it for too long. That's yeah. relatable. But I feel like that, that makes sense. It's natural, especially if he's, like, immersed in it all the time. I think with the English album in particular, he wanted to be an American, like, an Asian-American pop artist. Do you know what I mean? Instead of a K-pop idol mm-hmm. who had albums in America. So mm-hmm. I remember him talking a lot about, maybe this is the Korean Englishman episode, I don't really remember, but um, where he's like, you know, I am, am I like a K-pop idol, K-pop star, or am I just a Korean American that did their music in Korea and now comes back, but now sings mostly in Korean, even though that's yeah. not, so it's, he's, he seemed both like grateful and annoyed that his opportunity came in going back to Korea, and I say going back, but like going to Korea yeah. to where Asian um, or Asian American singers and idols and stars are super well, obviously, but super well and widely received. And then almost had to break back into his his original like yeah. hometown market. I think it's kind of interesting because I, I would think that like if you really like K-pop as an industry and the way it's structured with the music shows and the trainee lifestyle and the like teaching and the living in-house, all of that stuff then to me, that's a reason to go to Korea to do that. But like, if you want to be a musician, 
sometimes I think about it like how come like he's thinking that or he thought at the time that there's it's impossible for him to have his music career he here he has to go to Korea because they'll be more accepted which is a bummer or it'll just be really hard it's a bummer but like it's not even necessarily true like it's just it's not even it's not even like it's taking an easy way either because it's very difficult either way but if you think about it like there's a lot of Asian American artists that come to America and are a minority and defy a lot of standards and eventually become accepted and have to like and then they become famous and then they're different and then they become like a role model for other people that are minority yeah but I think it's like his thing though is that I mean to be fair he's also he's about like 10 years older than us right mm -hmm. so maybe when he was starting that that is not necessarily like five to ten years older than us he's not it's not necessarily the same open market or listener base do you know what i mean if you're picturing like an eric nam in high school or i guess not high school like out of college right so that's eight, what eight eight years ago or something i i don't know that you could say that that's something that could definitely happen like i don't think that you can never even social media definitely happen. i don't mean definitely but that it like he must have i mean i think if he saw it as not a super viable path maybe it would have been like maybe if he stuck around and did the same thing in america it would have worked out and he would have been as successful as he is now or more but it seemed like, I think it makes sense at the time to see that at the time it makes it sound like he's really old. He's really not that old. Um, the Korea path made more sense. Because even idols that came after him, like BM talks about it and a few other people where the Korean American, where it, it made more sense to go back to Korea because that was a more tried and trusted path. I think America, America doesn't have that tried and trusted path as much. That's what I'm saying. If you want like the way, if you want the company... If you want the way where you have a company and they train you and they give you this and you have a stylist and you blah, blah, blah and it's like... But, like, what's system, the other way? That's it's what I'm like, saying. like, you know, Yuna? Yuna, like, the... She had, she came... She was really famous in Indonesia and then came... Or Malaysia and then came to America and has her... Oh, now she's... It was a huge risk to come to America to be like, people aren't going to accept me here. So if I come here, I'm risking basically all my fame and all my momentum that I gained in Malaysia. She came here anyway and she's successful and she's, like, two years older than Eric now. Yeah. So, like... I'm not saying it can't happen and we don't know what would have happened, but considering that he is singing, he doesn't consider himself a good dancer, he's not in a group, he wants to be on American pop radio, then you either go to Korea where it's going to be easier initially and like you're not, there's different, there's different problems you're going to face basically, mm -hmm. just depending on how you, what you choose to do. And so I just feel like it might have been, I think I'm not, I'm not the kind of person to be like, if I was in a position, I don't think I would be so optimistic to be like, oh yeah, I could just do it in America. It'll work out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's going to work out. I think I would prefer to do something that seems like it's going to make more sense, especially because he probably got invited or I think he was invited to audition anyway. So we had yeah, an opportunity. Like YouTube so it's not like, but I, uh, yeah, I mean, the other thing though, is that I wonder if, I mean, I guess it it's, there's less of a line now, but the there are different tastes to the two markets that he's trying to appeal to like the korean or wider asian entertainment has a very specific way of like maybe the certain music or they want to see k-pop idols act in a certain way like there's certain shows you have to be on or the the whole concept of like variety and all these things it does come down to the music too is just super different than what you would do here in in the u.s or in other western countries and what the music would look like or how you would promote. So it's it's kind of weird to be like, oh, yeah, but Eric Nam's on BuzzFeed and answering like fun questions. But then you go back three years and he was on We Got Married for six months or whatever it is. Like yeah. it's a weird two entertainment things that he's had to do. And I feel like he probably just made dives so that he can do a part of his own 
kind of entertainment or variety, not to say, I don't know if podcasts really count as variety, but it's kind of the same thing. Like you could think about it as idle radio or something like that, but have it be more tailored to what he like likes. And obviously the other um, Korean American idols who like that sort of thing too. I mean, I don't think it's considered variety. It's literally he is. But like their whiting show, is that not variety? Where they just it play is, games? But his whole point in doing that is it's a variety. That's, that's, whiting is not a podcast. It's different. It's a, I know, but I'm saying it's a part of that's Dive a, Studios. His, he's excited because that is something that's doesn't have to be translated. It's in English. They're not on a variety show. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I think it's, it's, it, it's, I think there's more to it than just it. No, being no, but in he's English. saying like it's the, they're, they're basically diving into something new where they have K pop idols that are like that speak English that are like Asian American K-pop idols doing variety show type stuff. He's saying like, they're the first ones to do that basically mm-hmm. as opposed yeah. to being after school club. So that's the yeah, point yeah, of that. Yeah. But the podcasting to me is like not trying to, like, it's a different audience. Yeah. It's not trying to be like any type of Korean thing and changing it to be American. It's just literally a podcast that like he's trying to have, he's having. For oh time. yeah. I guess like, it's I not trying know. to, it's not like an American version of a Korean variety show. It's, yeah. Like, that's, a podcast. that's not really what I meant. I meant the dive studios is letting him do everything that would appeal to both audiences. There's things like, even if though it's in English, there's things like why, where they're playing games on a show in teams with idols which is very much like a korean audience market sort of thing yeah and then there's these like long form podcasts that go into deeper topics and they're just in a round table situation it's 40 minutes yeah which is much more of a western like american media a way to consume that sort of media so that's what i'm saying is he's just putting all of it in one thing but doing it the way that he wants and yeah. what's comfortable and what also would appeal to his his friends, like just making it a him and his friends sort of thing. That's what I was going to say. I think the main thing is... Especially that... since he's a soloist. Like he, I feel like he doesn't feel like he has that because he's a soloist. He doesn't have that, I always go on shows with my friends and we have stories to tell kind yeah, of a thing. maybe. So it's kind of relieving some of that pressure because even if, you know, even if people say, oh, Eric, Nam's a soloist, but yeah, have you seen this video with Eric and Amber and Jamie and all of yeah, these people? Yeah. You start to associate them in their own group, which is helpful for all of them, I think. Yeah, I think in general, he's just providing media and like perspectives of people that you don't hear in either Korea or America, which is the K-pop idol that is not from Korea that had to adapt and learn the language and do all these things. Like they're basically the niche where they're, they can talk to each other because it's a unique experience and they want to tell other people because it's a unique experience. Yeah. Like where are you going to, I feel like that's the thing too, is that then you can connect with these idols more because they're, they're, they're American too. Right. So when they talk about like wanting Hollister and Abercrombie shirts in middle school, it's like, yeah, that's what I did do. Even though their lives are sway and totally different mm-hmm. to like an average person, maybe going to school or working or whatever. But I kind of wonder if, I don't actually know if other idols that, so like not American, maybe they're Chinese or Thai or, or whatever. Do they do the same thing where they go on shows or do media for other countries? Like I remember Lisa had that show that she was a judge on or also like a coach for, but I think it was a Chinese show. But I've never heard of like maybe not as extensive as dive, like but doing Chinese? shows. Yeah, so oh. like being in a, you're a I guess you're a K-pop idol, but you become kind of a like a media I don't know an entertainment person in your own country yeah, too. I don't, know. I don't know how that works. That sounds like a there lot of work. There probably is like if there's like a Chinese actor that comes to Korea to promote, do they interview them in Chinese? Like that's not really what I meant. I meant more like say Ming Hao and June seventeen. I know, but like. Would they no? Would they go back to China and be doing shows in China that extend beyond just like Korean shows that air in China in Chinese? It's not. It's not so much about the language anymore. About is more about like who the show is for. I don't know. Like if China had their own audition show or like China's Got Talent or so, I don't know something. Would yeah. they be host or would they be a part of that sep 
not separately seems like it's too yeah, yeah. different Maybe. but but I don't think it would be the same where they're like, oh, I couldn't have a career in China, so I'm going to try to have a career in Korea. Like, I think the American music oh, industry yeah, that's not what I'm saying. is very different from any other music industry where most people are trying to make it in America for whatever Yeah, reason. no, I mean, that that's that's totally fair. Those markets are totally different. I guess I meant more specifically in terms of, like, we were talking about shows, right? Okay, so we talked about international shows, music, and entertainment in different parts of the world. But we, I guess we only really know American entertainment and then, I guess some Korean entertainment because that's what we watch right mm-hmm. so anything else you want to say about Eric Nam watch Get Real or listen to Get Real that's my favorite one his skin is really good <laughs> <laughs> he has a good skincare routine remember to join the Nam Nation listen to Eric Nam's songs mm-hmm. we like Eric Nam here and oh my gosh that was my stomach <laughs> <laughs> and uh, stay tuned for more episodes of K-pop rookies yes thanks for listening Bye-bye. Bye.